Oh, hello there. And we're back uh, with the Hammer Barn Project, that podcast that we do where we talk about that show. What's that show, Frank? That show is called Bluey. It certainly is. Uh, do you concur, Martin? I do, Brendan. Concur. Well, Brendan. Then we're all in agreement on the show's name. Uh, hi, guys. <laughs> hi, hi, Brendan. So, better or worse, do you think, uh, as time a, goes on? It's a little bit old... awkward, i gotta, I got to say. <laughs> yeah. There have been better intros. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'll take that on board. Mm-hmm. Um, or will I? <laughs> it was a solid, I don't know, six? Uh, really? Maybe. maybe. Yeah, but that's oh, wow. a, like, that, That's a Sydney six. I'm giving it an Adelaide four. <laughs> Sydney right. six, Adelaide four. Gotcha. Uh, room for improvement. Yeah. <laughs> this episode of the Hammerbot Project is called And Why Should I Care? Here we are, as we often are. Dear listener, thank you for pressing play. I was going to say thank you for tuning in, but it's a podcast. It's not and a radio. I'm an old man. Uh, let's do what we often forget to do and just check in. Check in with you guys. Frank, how you, how you doing, man? I'm doing okay, mate. We've had uh, a couple of little uh, bouts of COVID come through my, oh my house, goodness. Uh, which is fun. Uh, as I said to a few people, the uh, most annoying thing is the restrictions it places on your family more so than the virus itself, I tend to find. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, you know, Jack not being able to go to childcare and me being forced to work from home. I kind of don't mind the work from home thing, but... Uh, it was kind of nice to see people after the whatever it was isolation period. But other than that, I'm doing really well. That's excellent to hear. <laughs> What's going on with you, Mighty Marty? Oh, well, I think the the biggest thing is Naomi's getting to be about two. Ooh. So really starting to notice all the <laughs> by self, no by self, uh, all the sorts of things that are just getting a little bit harder. The constant <laughs> yeah. bargaining uh, is yeah. really like you know future uh, hostage negotiator and training. <laughs> like the no, you can't have that. Can I have more things- one of that? Uh, <laughs> Are more things remembered, like the, what you say and what you do? It, it, is, is, does the memory get better? I haven't noticed that so much. I feel okay. like because well, that would be dangerous if you you can if uh, you get away yes, with things like oh we'll do this later, well, or maybe later, yeah. and yeah. then I imagine if if memory, I I don't know, uh, yeah. not a dad no, getting in early with that one. <laughs> you got it in, but nice that's problematic. We haven't even said the yeah, title yeah, of the yeah. episode, <laughs> and you've got it in there. That's impressive. <laughs> to to the point on memory, I will say. Jack, Jack's a little bit older than Naomi, um, not by too much, but memory, yes, that's the thing. We yeah. have um, some actual horse paddocks that are sort of a five-minute walk from our house. Kid loves it, goes there, takes some carrots, feed the horse, all great. We haven't been to the horse for like, you know, sort of three days because last time was on the weekend. And then just randomly, he'll start motioning and pointing towards the front door and just goes, horse, horse. And we're just <laughs> like, no, sorry, the... Horse is asleep. It's only 5.45, but trust us, the <laughs> yeah. horse is asleep right now. Mm-hmm. We can't... Oh, what a shame. <laughs> yeah, it's um, cute slash annoying at the same time. <laughs> How are you doing, Brendan? Oh, um, look. Yeah, yeah. Doing real well. Just delivering that mail as a postie is contracted to do. Um, Because otherwise uh, you'd just be chucking it in a ditch, right? Yeah, yeah. Look, I thought I'd try that uh, early on. and No, that's a lie. I've never tried that. I never would. Uh the mail must go on, uh, but I don't know. I'm trying to come across as some kind it of must noble. go into the post boxes to yeah, which it's addressed yeah, yeah. to go. It's pretty. Uh, yeah. <laughs> What's that? I was just watching that Seinfeld episode where Newman is going to get transferred, and Jerry wants him to get transferred because, of course, they're arch enemies. And Newman gets bitten on the ankle by Kramer, and he can't do the job to 
earn the transfer. So, so Jerry's going to do it. And Newman's like, you deliver the mail. <laughs> he goes, well, why can't I? He goes, oh, yeah, it is just putting them in boxes. <laughs> <laughs> in boxes. Anybody can difficult. do it, I suppose. Uh, but no, uh, what was your question? How am I? Well, let me tell you. Good. No, I'm, uh, I'm very grateful to be living and working in the Adelaide Hills uh, in a job that's um, secure in these unsure times. And yeah, just taking it one day at a time. It's good to know that the gentlemen that I love having in my life are doing well. And uh, because you're doing well, I get to hang out with you and talk about a show that's doing real well, I think. I think um, I think it's going to be big. It goes all right, doesn't it? Yeah. Mm. It's, it's got some legs. I should hope so. Otherwise, we've got no content. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're, we're, we're relying on this. Please, I I, Ludo. I think I heard some people talking about it at the shops the other day. Mm. So, you know, it's more than just us, guys. Oh, what? I yeah. thought it was just us. I mean... We have a potential audience. <laughs> oh, you do this podcasting for an audience, do you? That's <laughs> news just, to me. I just, I just listened to it back in my car. This is just for me. <laughs> but speaking of the show that we do a podcast about, what episode of the show we do a podcast about today now? This episode of Bluey is unfortunately called hey. Unicorse. Oh, very nice. <laughs> you had to. This is first season three episode. Correct. Well, first done. one that we're doing, mm. not the first one of the season. To surely, clarify. surely people have got it now. I don't know. Have you? Have, I, you, have I we checked in with any I've, other? From my sort of feel of the the bluey uh, universe out there, uh, community, I should say. I think there's a lot of confused computers out there that think they're in Australia when they're really <laughs> ah, not. Ah, <laughs> sneaky. Um, let's just leave it at that. But yeah, so okay, I, sure, I don't sure. think we're spoiling anything. <laughs> to be fair, if you are uh, a, being a good a good dog and you uh, <laughs> haven't seen any of Season 3, you might want to skip over this episode and come back to it once you have because this episode takes place in Season 3. This is Episode 8, so pretty early on in the first half that has been released of season three. And look, well, you know what? I'm, I was about to summarize it, but Marty, that's your job. <laughs> can, can you take us through the bare bones of this episode, please? Okay. So this episode, I think, is a pretty clear homage to Agro and Agro's cartoon connection. <laughs> Whoa! Which what is a, a reference. Yeah, that's Whoa. a reference. Um, <laughs> but no, really what it's about is uh, you just can't change men, ladies. You just can't. <laughs> Try as all you that, might. All that media that told you. <laughs> no, no, what is it really an episode about? So, um, But we should probably talk about Agro. So for any international oh, listeners. I hadn't even thought, about, thought about that. But of course, yeah. that's it's a real Agro vibe, Unicorn. Yeah, hey. because it's like female character and Agro. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Anybody 100%. overseas who has no idea who Agro was, it was a, basically a puppet, like a B-grade um, celebrity <laughs> puppet yeah. that was uh, on like a kid's cartoon show, basically for the interspersed bits between the cartoons. Um, and yeah, he was just, you know, Agro as an aggressive and just like not particularly pleasant. He was kind of, he almost had a um, uh, Oscar the Grouch, yeah, Oscar the Grouch yeah, yeah. sort of vibe to him. Um, yeah, a, yeah. Uh, well-known Jim Henson character. Yeah, Jim, Jim Henson. Uh, have you guys Name seen drop. any? No. no, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, we I love beating Marty to Marty things. <laughs> <laughs> 
But yeah, so that's that's kind of who Agro is, and that's so you kind of get this over the top mm. um, character here, and so it's got elements of that. And the last the who um w- was sort of like the, the compare the co-host, other co-host and, yeah. and Anne Marie. I remember yes, her name that's was right. oh, yeah. because my sister's name is Anne Marie. They went through a few different ones, didn't they? She was, she the, was the big one. one. She yeah, was the okay. big one, wasn't she? And yeah. she was a lot more pleasant than Agro, and a lot more <laughs> just uh, innocent. And was a good straight man yeah. for yeah, Agro, just right, ripping yeah. in and being just a I, little bit of a... I tell you what you don't want to do to anyone who doesn't know what we're talking about. You definitely don't want to go to YouTube and you 100% oh do not me. want to put in the Agro's outtakes. Cartoon Connection outtakes <laughs> because... And you definitely... And this part's serious. Man. Don't do this around the kids because... No, no, no. Yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> it makes Unicorse look like a, a little angel in comparison <laughs> yeah, to they, some of the hijinks <laughs> old mate Agro got up to. They were the kind of things that I don't know if the dude... Uh, playing aggro would have done if he'd known that these things would surface on YouTube yeah. generations later. But oh, Marty, wow! Like <laughs> I, I play, I play this game with my brother Steve, where we might ring each other up because he lives in Perth. Um, we might ring each other up and go, "All right." You haven't thought about this in twelve months, and it's a game of honor. Like it's an honor code game where you go, "Okay." And they tell you a character or a show or a concept or a thing that they reckon you haven't thought about in 12 months. Mm-hmm. And if you and you have to be honest, if you honestly can't say you've thought about it in 12 months, then they win the game. Yeah, right. They, they get the point. Sure. Okay. Um, and uh, you just won the game with Agro. <laughs> in reality, what's actually this? What's this episode about? <laughs> yeah, um, that's right. <laughs> Sorry, Martin. Do go on. No, no, that's all right. So what's this episode about? So it's uh, Bluey can't go to sleep. And Chili's like uh, struggling with it, I guess, a little bit. And uh, Bandit says he's going to help out, but does so by creating his most annoying character to date, <laughs> potentially, um, Unicorns, which is a puppet unicorn. And just, yeah, trying to uh, work. The most annoying in unicorn in the world. He is uh, guilty. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, and, and just the hijinks around, like, you know, trying to make him into a good unicorn. I look at this episode as, you know, Bandit is often held up as this father of the year material. He sets the bar extremely high for dads. He can do no wrong. This is the writers, I think, (laughs) listening to that sort of discourse and going, let's make an episode where Bandit is quite clearly the villain of the story (laughs) and, you know, thinks he's being cute and funny and ha ha ha. And he's actually just being a real pain in the backside. (laughs) That's what he's sleeping on the me. couch tonight. Let's hundred yeah. <laughs> percent. I don't know though, because ultimately the point gets across, doesn't it? Or like, I'm, st- I think I'm still trying to unpack or unpiece the the two streams of like, uh, trying to get Bluey to go to bed and trying mm-hmm. to. There's this kind of there's that dialogue at the start about you know it's not her fault, right? Um, it's no, you know, it's not Bluey's fault that she can't go to sleep and just mm. like the little bit of tension there and the idea of maybe trying to change the way that Bluey's interact, you know, the way that Bluey's acting and then um, something to do with the way that they're trying to way that change the way that Unicorse sort of functions. I don't know. I haven't found like okay. a, a very strong thread that I can tie in there, but <laughs> I feel like there's some, you know, some connection between the ultimate okay. thing of like you can't change people and that overall and thing you think that 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 plays out the tension between chilies and bandits different approaches or different opinions on well, how to approach just or? Like, um the tension between you know chili and bluey because i think chili okay. there's some good shots at the beginning of like she's obviously 
completely oh, exhausted yeah. of this. Yeah, she does yeah, the, yeah. the classic crawl over the couch, which yeah, is really yeah. like great. Look, just you know, lying down, and the the voice acting in the <laughs> from Chile in the first part. Oh, just the whole thing. But there's some beautiful stuff around. Like, are you are you grumpy with me, Mum? No, I just mm. want you to go to bed. You know, yeah. the, that sort of storytelling and things like that. The way that this is like a real bottle episode one of the most bottled bottle mm-hmm. episodes is just pretty much i mean there's there's a couple of shots from wider where you can see up the stairs but mm. other than that it's just the couch it's true um yeah. this is a yeah. mid shot of the couch and um the way that that lends this episode to have one of the most one of the most high joke efficiencies mm. of any episode. It's just <laughs> boom, boom, boom. It's relentless. It's, dialogue, it's so yeah. funny. And I mm. found myself like, oh, I almost had to take a breather halfway through the episode because I was laughing so much. <laughs> and and it just, at the moment I watched it, this is an episode that I literally, my brother, who I, whom I mentioned before, I rang him up straight away and said, Steve, you have to watch this episode because <laughs> Bandit is just being you. In this episode. <laughs> it's just like the jo- it's like the joy of just tearing it all down and, <laughs> and burning anyone else's efforts to the ground for for the for the entertainment that only Bandit is getting. Yeah. It's just it's fantastic. It's it's such a uh, I can I can say it's such a dad thing and be judgmental because I'm. <laughs> Because I'm not one. <laughs> when this episode premiered, all the uh, the community, the online community, sort of lit up, and it was it was almost a bit of an in joke as to, oh, have you seen the latest episode? And people were just posting like, did you know Bandit likes to eat children? <laughs> and to, to anyone who hadn't seen the episodes, they're like, what? What are you talking about? Blah, blah. And it's just that for me, the the bits that get me are where Unicorse is like pushing up against you know, <laughs> oh, yeah, their man. head, staring them dead in the eye, and he's like. <laughs> Children, <laughs> like, what, what do you eat? Yeah, children. I love that. Just nah, kidding. just kidding. I like chicken bucket. <laughs> like, uh, I, <laughs> this is one thing I really fall into a dangerous trap of just quoting things from these episodes whenever we do these things, and it's it just becomes quote. it just becomes like a half hour podcast of us just repeating <laughs> things. And and I was really worried about this one because. This is the one where it's probably the most dangerous for me to do it. But I think the band-aid's just off now. That's like the, the yep. children. And, oh, wait, I've got an idea. It's like, oh, wa- it, wait a minute. Is, is it, it a bad, bad idea? Is it a bad idea, 100%. Uh, yeah. There's just, I'll admit now, we're not going to get them all, all right? And, and then when I listen back and I hear all the ones we missed or I don't hear all the ones we missed, I'm going to feel a little bit le- better if we just call it now. I'm not gonna, we're not going to remember them all. It's just boom, 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 boom. You and your little mate. <laughs> you and your mate. Just, oh, you're right. Actually, I take that back from earlier. Um, it's not just that one mid shot of the couch. Of course, it, it was does that reverse. Behind, yeah. It has like two seconds of that reverse shot just to watch band. <laughs> you and your little mate. It keeps leveling up to. Sorry, I'm gonna. I'll, I'll go on a rant about it if I don't let someone else. I think well, add one some direction. Things, one of the other great things about you know, obviously, unicorn course is about the dialogue and you know sort of quips and just all the really quick stuff but i think one of the things that makes 
Unicorse great as well is the animation and the level of like juiciness to his animation because oh. there's so many different little bits of his body that move. There's like yeah. the um the horn sort of wobbles every time he moves his <laughs> head and mm-hmm. the arms and his ears and little bits of hair and his goatee and then there's just all the brilliant stuff that happens with the arms. And then yeah, just interacting as well with the characters like you said Frank where he just goes like Poof! right up against them yeah <laughs> like you all I, I love when that. he <laughs> i love when he's uh you know they're, they're reading you the book and there's the little that. like uh, the little flap <laughs> yeah, to, yeah. yeah up down up down up down i'm like that's impressive because i believe at that point he's either lying down in fr- bandit this is <laughs> either lying down in front of them and the hand coming up <laughs> yeah so he can't see what he's doing and the little finger pup is going up down up down with amazing dexterity <laughs> right like it's just he is an incredible you know jim henson puppeteer at this point <laughs> because he's somehow doing oh, jim, henson, jim henson and, reference very uh, nice oh very highbrow <laughs> tell us more about this jim henson <laughs> he's doing like the mouth and both arms in very complicated fashion. With yeah. Like, in those original Jim Henson puppets, they had sticks for the arms and things like that. Or like two puppeteers. <laughs> yeah, have, you got, so. have you got that written down? No, I don't. Uh, uh, I was going to say, I was going to say, if you had, and you, there was something you had to mention, you would have been seething when I brought up Jim Henson before you earlier. <laughs> no, no. Um, <laughs> Marty's like, I don't have to write Jim Henson down. He's I always know. right there. He's always right in the front of mine. Hey, why should I care? <laughs> there it is. <laughs> oh, I forgot about, I forgot the, about the catchphrase. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a nineties so thing, actually. You know, we're always yes, saying how yes. it's, it repeats or sets as an homage to that like nineties, eighties era, and just having like characters with a catchphrase, with a you know that would be on the t-shirt. Even like an aggressive character with a slightly you know off kilter. That's very nineties yeah. cartoons. You know, sort of like <laughs> yeah. uh, bite me, Bart Simpson or. Yeah, yeah, yeah. eat my shorts. Yeah, yeah, that's it. I'd like not to get too early into the best in shows, but as incredible as Bandit is at puppeteering, I'm Jilly might be my best in show for this one just because of all her matter of fact, little almost borderline fourth wall breaking commentary (laughs) moments. Like, just this episode, unfortunately, is uh, called Unicorse, (laughs) and her just like, oh, I forgot about the catchphrase, and wait, is it a bad idea? And it's the most annoying unicorn in the world. That's that's those real. Boom. Ah, oh, it's just <laughs> exactly what uh the a mum would be thinking. Yep. <laughs> so it's like it's like this is this isn't a this isn't one just for the dads mm-hmm. and how electric bandit is. Yep. It's also <laughs> one for the mums. It's that's one for, sure. for the mums because there's two people who are diametrically opposed in this episode that can really <laughs> evoke empathy in both sides, both both parental roles, <laughs> and just the whole way through. So it was someone's empathising with Bandit, someone's empathising with Chili, and I'm somewhere in the middle, <laughs> just loving it, just loving the ride. It's it's interesting watching Chili, who is known for her very cool, calm, and collected. The occasional flashes of anger, which usually <laughs> manifest as a just a glare that tells Bandit everything he needs to know. <laughs> she 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 breaks a couple of times in this episode, and with good with good reason. But oh, my favourite is the, uh, the the chewing. We clean it. It's terrible. And then you just maybe see- I'll maybe I'll really really prize that in the mix. Just to- <laughs> Or maybe I won't because I value our listeners That's too right. much. Oh, they'll, they'll be turning it off. Uh, but you just see her eyes start to twitch after the first one or two. And she's like, can you chew with your mouth shut? He's like, yeah. 
I can, <laughs> but I'm not gonna. <laughs> Just the huge movements, anime, and oh, actually, no, I I was gonna say I'll say something before I forget, but I won't forget this bit. So once again, uh, <laughs> let somebody else talk because <laughs> you well, you can't let me you can't give me an inch in this episode. I'll okay, take I'm gonna while. stop you again. Yeah, please, please do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. No, I think just in terms of the episode structure, it's really interesting as well because we have the story within the story, which we sometimes have. You know, mm. the play within the play, and it's a great but story. It's yeah. a. <laughs> You reckon? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I I'm, oh. Is that a, is that the is that a fable that I knew? Like it, like potentially. I don't know. It, it conjures up. I sh- I could have researched, but didn't. <laughs> but I know it felt familiar to me. It feels a bit know. like actually because it's a flip book. It feels a bit like the Bluey Beach book. Oh yeah. Um, mm. And then actually, you know, I'm going to get to another point before I get to my other point, but which is like you know when Unicorns is flipping the thing on the page and just like being mm. really annoying. It's kind of like. That is what it's like to read a book with a toddler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just want to do the thing over and over again. I'm like, yeah. Yep. As an adult, you're yeah. just like, I just want to get to the end. I just want to get to the end so that you can know how it ends. I need to know how it ends, but no spoilers. I've, yeah, had, she I've had a little splash of that recently. Admittedly, nothing to what you guys would have gone through, but because um, I'm living with my sister and her husband and their little one, they have, and Erin revealed this on a previous episode, um, they were expecting twins. The twins are now in the world and they're healthy and they're doing really well. I'm sure she wouldn't mind me saying. But, of course, um, with, you know, pandemic restrictions and things, there's been a lot getting in and out of the hospital and everything. Mm-hmm. And, of course, they were twins, so they need a little bit of extra care. Um, but they're all good and it's really good. But I've had to kind of boost my babysitting duties and so there have been a couple of rainy put downs um <laughs> lately wow. and so so i've had to do the story and the thing and now i'm just like oh yeah getting to the end of the story is really a challenge sometimes <laughs> and, and i think rare. that's why i don't know if you agreed with me when i said i actually thought the story was good uh but i when i say i think it's a good story i mean it's not as bad as some of the stuff I've been put through <laughs> when I when I let Nora choose the book. Yeah, some of yeah. them oh, are just yeah. so, you've got to choose. Just, you've got, uh, to, you've you've got to do the thing of like now, which one would you want? This one or this one? Hundred percent. Oh, 100%. I learned that. Oh, yes, you, that's it. That's you guys, you guys, yeah, I'm learning so much. <laughs> it's not the so. Hey, what if what if we do this? And the moment you just give a dichotomy, like <laughs> too many a options. binary choice, give, a, a binary so. choice. <laughs> yeah. Then it's oh my god the world is open <laughs> like because um what did Nora want to do she wanted to uh, maybe not not wear her sleep sack if she's got this blanket mm-hmm. sleep sack thing and she wanted to not wear it and but I knew like I I said oh well how about we call dad and and see what he thinks mm-hmm. because they were they'd gone to the hospital yeah and I'd messaged Josh earlier and said oh well what's Can the temperature gonna be tonight man <laughs> yeah. like uh, to just pajamas or sleep sack he's like sleep sack please I'm like oh look he's already said sleep sack she's like no no I'm like oh let's put on your sleep sack yeah <laughs> it wasn't gonna happen and then I learning from the likes of you guys and Erin and Josh, I went, oh, okay. So should we put your should we put your sleep sack on now or after the story? <laughs> there it is. And I felt like a pro and she's like, oh, uh, 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 we'll put it on. We'll read a story first and then sleep. Yeah. Hey. And then it went on with ease. And I'm like, man, yeah. I've got this. Bargain, <laughs> There's probably nothing else I need to know. No, that's it. You pretty that's much it. covered I'm it done. all, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm a dad. <laughs> 
Sorry, just getting back to I guess getting back to my original thought, like the <laughs> what the the, uh, the topic, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. the episode, mm, a novel yeah. concept, but okay, kid stories is a whole thing we could do it, but mm. I think for this one it's interesting to have that story already spoiled for you because <laughs> that doesn't you know, and then you kind yeah. of have to sit along for the ride as well. But as a parent, when you're reading a story, how many times have you not? <laughs> are you reading a story for the first time usually you're reading it for the hundredth time <laughs> yeah it's not, exactly it's not about spoilers i think that's probably yeah. the oddest thing about this episode <laughs> and probably the other strangest thing about this book they're reading is it doesn't end in a character going to sleep or something about a character being really it tired does. does it yeah she's in bed in the last frame so it fulfills uh, that that requirement yes. of kids' books. Yeah, they've mm. all got to end in sleep. Yeah, Look, because you need that segue. Hundred percent, hundred percent. And on the other side of that, you got the blues who speaker. Oh man! With the disco William Tell overture. I just love the other hand holding up the speaker. And that the speaking of the other hand that leads well into the thing that I not I could not forget to mention when the lawyer comes in when it gets litigious. Oh my word! It just keeps the the episode just my clothes. <laughs> karate chop, <laughs> karate chop. That's it. And and, and <laughs> Unicorns has got the neck brace. Yeah. It's like looks yeah. like it's made out of a toilet roll or yeah. something. That's right. And with it the just arm bandits, thing with, at, like, oh, the arm it just keeps and- getting better and better. <laughs> and when I saw that, I just, I, I, I just, it wasn't a direction that I thought it was going. I didn't think it would level up that much. <laughs> and then there's this whole other storyline that Bandit's just amusing himself with. Oh yeah, and it's they've. T- <laughs> That's the point. They're when getting the, when the, the lore involved. When the two oh, start man. fighting, you by that stage of the episode, you <laughs> haven't out. seen Bandit for the last sort of five minutes <laughs> of the episode, right? You see him in about the two or three establishing shots and that's it. You begin to realise at one point, you go, that's Bandit beating yeah. himself up kind of <laughs> yeah. thing with the two hand puppets going at it sort of thing. And you go... Who is this for again? <laughs> I don't think it's for Bluey. I, I know who it's for. <laughs> you got to watch out or I'm going to get a little, a little bit pokey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Unicorce is just... <laughs> this is a he, great bit. He's got no all the tricks, right? that he won't the, cross. The, the mimicking <laughs> of like Bluey when she's trying <laughs> to give instruction. He's like... That's bad behaviour. That's bad behaviour. Like, what's your name? Silly healer? My name's Chili. Oh, man. Unicorns. Some people just want to watch the world burn. Unicorns getting legal representation and then turning on the lawyer. It's just anarchy. Like, does Unicorns' depravity know no bounds? And it also comes back into like our bargaining sort of discussion is with the exchange between Bluey and Bandit, where she's sort of saying, why do we have to go to sleep? I'm going to, you know, take everybody's beds and couches to the dump. Yeah. Wow. That that sounds like a lot harder work. You're going to need a full night's sleep. I just like, (laughs) you can see Chili's just smiling at herself. She's like passed out on the couch, but she's just like, yeah, she's all there. Right. Credit where credit's due. That was a good one. (laughs) Yeah. That is a great moment as well. Maybe this, maybe this episode is about like that bargaining with a difficult, sort of kid or something. I don't know. Maybe there's a part of that to it. Maybe that's just resonating with me at the moment. Mm. Trying to get somebody to do something when they're not really in the space to be doing yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> 
And uh, not really many doggy treats in this episode. As we've said, it's a bit of a bottle episode. Couldn't find a tennis ball or anything, but I did spot in one of the shots, there does seem to be a record player on Ooh. the on top of one of the cabinets, sort of just down from the stairs, which I haven't spotted before in the in the Gila household. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I might have seen it before. I think it's in bus. Cause that's oh, well, as up. long as Marty's seen it before, oh, fine. Gee. <laughs> I feel like I might have seen it before. Not you, Frank. Well, I do, no, I'm picking screenshots for social media, you notice a bunch of stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's it's funny that's how, fair. yeah, our eyes for different parts of the episode are very different. Frank's always on the lookout for, um, like, doggy treats. And Marty's always on the lookout for just little uh, animation uh, <laughs> things and, like, and I don't know architectural stylistic posters. <laughs> and um, what do you do, Brendan? Yeah, why are you here, Brendan? I just like kids shows. <laughs> just like kids shows. <laughs> and of course, you know this is ones where the credits gets a little bit different as opposed to Bluey dancing. We get the unicorns dancing, complete with boombox <laughs> to the wonderful tune. <laughs> I love um, the design of that, uh, yeah, the, the Bluetooth speaker as yeah. well. It's like a one of those UE boom sort of like yes, two um, but, but just like yeah. this waterproof like one that they got free when they purchased a laptop or something. Yep, 100%. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. <laughs> Just the way he's waving it. We've got oh, one dear. that we call the orb. Oh, yeah. Ooh. yeah. So it's <laughs> Naomi now knows to call it the orb. Is it shaped like an it's orb? The, it's the, the orb. magical music orb. And she's like, turn <laughs> on the musical. orb. Ooh. <laughs> so that's always hey, good. Hey, orb. Yeah. <laughs> and what should I get? <laughs> give, us, give us one of yours. Oh, we all, all give it a crap. All right. And- and why should I care? Oh, no, that's the best one. That's going to be just the best I, one. I wasn't really happy with mine, and I'm like, look, uh, I'm going to let Frank do it. And there's a, there's a gravel. A yeah, that's gravel. To- <laughs> no, that's terrible. Oh, like, too much gravel. Like- too hey, much gravel. Hey, <clears throat> participation award. And why should I care? I love the way he tilts back so far yeah. over the book. It's an impossible angle. And then just gets really uncomfortably close. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, why should I care? <laughs> yeah, I thought I'd give that a try. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I just wanted to put that catchphrase in there again because it's so. Yeah. Annoying. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've heard of stories where kids who are a bit older than perhaps Naomi and Jack are, that uh, kids in all around the world, not just Australia, mind you, that has become their catchphrase. Oh, no, oh, no, no. Much yeah. to the detriment of the parents who, you know, they sort of go, it's really cute at first. And then like three days later, they're just like, stop it. <laughs> We're never watching that episode is, ever again. Which is exactly what Chili would be thinking in a day's time after <laughs> bandit escapades in this episode. So it's just, it's true to life. Unicorns wins again. Life imitating art. <laughs> I think we might get to see Unicorns again when we were talking to um, Joe. He mentioned the fact yeah, that, that's you know, right. They had that cutting room floor bit that was Unicorns focused, so we might get a bit more. Mm. And, and and you know, it might even be worth saying, like we don't want to, we don't want to give you too much of a peek behind the curtain, but it might be worth saying that this is the first time that we guys have got together and recorded an episode after we had the pleasure of talking with Joe. So yeah. I just thought it may bear mentioning because um, what a 
freaking honor that <laughs> was to speak to him. Oh. And I, I was worried that, listen, because, of course, we record these episodes ahead of time. Mm. Uh, but when we got a hold of Joe, we're just like, we got to drop this immediately. Yep. We can't keep this a secret. I mean, you know me and keep it secrets. Terrible. And so we, we dropped that one straight ahead, ahead of time. And I just thought, oh, but then people are going to be listening to the episodes going, these guys got to talk to Joe Brum. And now they're not even mentioning it. <laughs> they're like, oh, just too big for your boots. Because <laughs> trust me, uh, I spoke to Joe Brum and I'm going to go on about it all the time. <laughs> so, so it's not that. It's just we didn't want to ruin the timeline, which I have now uh, ruined. Hooray. <laughs> so I guess we've got to go back to 1984 to like fix it back up again. 1985. Oh, oh. Wonk, wonk. I was born in 1984, so I'll uh, let you get away with that because that's a good year. Let's go back to 1984 then because it'd be really quiet without him. And watch it again. <laughs> well, it's time to calm things down. It's going to be difficult with us around. <laughs> nah, just joking. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> no, no, but let's all calm things down because, you know, we got a big day tomorrow, you know, moving furniture. Mm. And if you need help moving furniture, like there's all sorts of sack trucks and trolleys and caster wheels and dollies down aisle 300. Left at the fake grass. And if you hit a flamingo, yeah, should I get? and produced by Frank Brennan and Marty. You can follow the Hammerbun Project on facebook.com slash hammerbunproj at hammerbunproj on Twitter or hammerbun underscore project on Instagram. Theme featuring Nibblings, Kaylee, Jade, Ashley and Reese and PA announcements by brother-in-law, me, Josh. Thanks for listening and remember to get down to Hammerbun for cheap shovels. And then just at the end, we've got to have children. <laughs>